0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, vibes. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Acolino. I'm your host. Got a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. Excited to get to those. Hope everybody had a great holiday and a happy new year. And a happy new year, too. Right? Because you guys are... I'm recording this almost 5 p.m. New Year's Eve. What? You guys are getting it tomorrow morning, but I hope everybody, nobody, my girls don't drive drunk, but they get drunk. Okay. And that's fine. And that's their, and that and that's their prerogative and that's their cross to bear. Okay. Because they're divas. They're the girls, but they're not getting behind the wheel of the car when they're drunk. Okay. And I, and I say that about every episode because I can't have my girls getting into trouble, even though it is funny that time that you sent the mug shots. Okay. Anywho, um, hope everyone is, is feeling good. We're going to get right into these emails. Let's see. Again, these are sent to secret at gmail.com. And okay. You know what? And now we're back on the Gilmore girls train. And it's it's one of these things. Every time I talk about it, I end up eating my words because now it's starting a fight between us and, and, and I'm dividing you guys between Dean and Jess. Let's see. It says, Dean, question mark, question mark, question mark. Ju- justice for Jess. Hey, Carly, have to jump in here and say, what in the world? First of all, why are you yelling at me? What in the world? Oh, in what world? Was Dean the best choice for Rory? Sure, I guess he was a good first boyfriend, but he was a weenie. And are the secret keepers forgetting that he cheated on his wife to take Rory's virginity? True. You know what? I wasn't thinking about that. Honestly, I really wasn't. He and Rory literally had nothing in common. Well, yeah, they had nothing in common, including he was in love with her and she didn't like him. <laughs> um. So I agree with you on that. I will forever and always be a Jess girly. They had the most in common and he was the only one to grow and mature throughout the show. Jess doesn't deserve this much hate and I will die on this hill. I said Jess ended up being a good guy, right? He left for a couple seasons. He came back, his hair was longer and he wrote a book. And that's, hey, that's progress because at first he was drinking beers. (laughs) He was drinking beers, okay? He wasn't a good boyfriend to her. I'm sorry, he wasn't. Did they have a lot in common? Yes. But was she Gaga little girl crush on him? Yes. He wasn't boyfriend material. And, and listen, it, it all to say he is the hottest guy on the show, other than my baby Luke. But and then she gives a very funny uh, Gilmore Girls themed fuck, marry, kill that we'll do at the end of the episode. But yeah, y- you guys, I'm sorry. You're not wrong. None of you are wrong. Okay, guys, just a quick word from our friends over at Nutrafol. If you feel like your hair is shedding as much as your dogs, don't freak out. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, and faster growing hair with less shedding. It targets the root causes of hair thinning, which is stress, hormones, menopause, your nutrition, your lifestyle, and your environment. I've been taking Nutrafol for a couple of years. My hair, I noticed a difference in my hair within the first few months. I would say like three or four months. And I've been taking it ever since I really, it is a a tried and true and, and quite a few people on my list got, uh, Nutrafol for, for Christmas this year. So other supplements just rely on ingredient studies. Nutrafol takes things a step further. They're clinically testing, uh, they're clinically testing makes their, you know, and I do think it's their clinical testing. Make sure everything is working as hard as it should. Eighty-six percent of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol for six months. Getting started is just easy. It is a quiz on Nutrafol's website, and they match you with a formulation that is perfect for you. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code Secret. Find out why over four thousand five hundred Healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrifol for healthier hair. Nutrifol.com, spelled N U T R A F O L.com. Promo code secret. That's Nutrifol.com. Promo code secret. This one says embarrassing. Uh oh. Hey, Carly and the boys, here are a few things that have been on my mind. These are two things that are embarrassing if they happen to us girlies, but give the ick if it happens to a guy that we like. Uh oh. Boogers. Ugh, we haven't talked about boogers. Obviously, having a booger is embarrassing for everyone. I have two nose piercings, so I'm overly aware if (laughs) if I were to have a booger or feel one. This guy I've known and have had an on and off thing with randomly has boogers. (laughs) Not all the time, but often enough that it gives me the ick. Like, why do you have such a wet booger hanging out? (laughs) Girl, what? And he doesn't ever feel it. And why are you trying to kiss me? Please stop. Fair. The other thing she thinks is embarrassing being lactose intolerant. Fair. I hear you on that being lactose intolerant. Listen, dairy has been an issue for me my whole life, but I refuse to give up cheese. I will always love cheese. (laughs) I'm a tummy ache survivor and I keep pushing. But when a guy, same as the booger guy, clearly has the same sensitivity to cheese as me, and he's so drama about eating it to the point where I feel like we're limited in our food selections when we eat together, that's a red flag. It's an ick. Embarrassing, LOL. (laughs) Uh, Just shut up and eat the cheese and get a tissue for your boogers, please and thank you. LOL. P.S. I swear I'm not a bitch. I just... I just really don't like this guy. Anyway, love you and love the boys. The boys love you too. And so do I. I love when you guys email as if you're texting me. It makes me so happy because it makes me feel like we're really besties. We are We are those girls. Wow. A lot of embarrassing emails. This one says, Carly, why is it so embarrassing to lose your voice? I have laryngitis. And when I try to talk, it comes out as a mere pathetic prepu- prepubescent squeak of a whisper." And I'm not sick. So I have to continue doing my normal everyday things. I either have to go about my business and intentionally be mute and awkward with no explanation, or I have to speak in this horrible voice where people are like, oh, did you lose your voice? It is so embarrassing. I agree. It is embarrassing. It's also, I feel like pre, uh, post pandemic. It's like, even if you remotely sound sick, people still have that. It's like a trigger for people. They still have that thing. Like, oh my God, are you sick? Are you sick? Because I'm going to Turks and Caicos next week. So please do not breathe near me. <laughs> Relax. I'll cough in your eye. If you ask me if I'm sick, I'm going to cough in your eyeballs. I don't care. <laughs> Call the cops. Um... <laughs> what was in the air this week because girl why are the first 10 emails of this week saying embarrassing hey carly have you ever heard a man let out a little whimper when he's sleeping how stinking cute but so embarrassing for them like oh why so sad little baby that's all Kiss right on the lips (laughs) it reminds me of when a dog um like when dogs are like running in their sleep i think that's cute though i do think it's cute so let's see. Hold on. Okay. We got a fuck, Mary kill email. I got so many, I got so many DMS from you guys about gypsy Rose bloom God, I love that lady. She is a diva. She is that girl. She's the it girl of 2023 and beyond. If you would have told me that the two people that were in the news the most at the end of the year, 2023, if you would have asked me beginning of the year, I would have never guessed that it would have been (laughs) Gypsy Rose Blanchard, (laughs) okay, and Greg Santos. Greg Santos doing a press tour saying diva down. I'm dying over it. You guys don't understand. You don't get it. How much I love it says, remember no crummies. Hi girl. Your no crumbs quote really expi- inspired me. It's given me a whole new perspective into a situation that I'm in. Crumbs are tolerated no more. Someone else can have the crumbs, not me. No way. You've also inspired me to make a meme. LMAO. Love you so much. Oh my God. And then she made this meme of like, you know, when you're eating a bag of chips and you get like the, the dust on the bottom, like there's like a little Dorito dust or there's a Frito dust situation and you, and you put the bag to empty it into your mouth. It says me with the crumbs he's giving. And it's a girl emptying the, the cool ranch Doritos. Hey, I think that's how we, uh, we all need to change our perspective. If you're in a situation ship, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know? Unless it's like, you really don't have, here's the thing. If you really don't have feelings for someone and you're like, yeah, yeah, cool. It could be casual. And I genuinely don't care. And I don't care if I never hear from this guy again, or I don't care if X, Y, and Z, if you can do that, which is hard to do. I think we've seen a million times over on this podcast that it's, it's tough. If you could do that and execute it in a healthy way, then that's fine. But if you like someone and you think like, oh, if I try harder, he's going to like me more. Or, oh, maybe he'll realize that he's in love with me or whatever. You're putting yourself through a lot, you know? Um, and, and, I, and again, I'm just saying it because I love you. God, we got a lot of Gilmore Girls emails. This one says, just a few funny things. Hi, Carly and the kittens. You've been making me laugh since Girl Code and I was reintroduced to you to your podcast and seeing you open for Pete Davidson and Huntington in 2019. Oh, cool. Huntington. I love that theater, the Paramount Theater. And what a cute little town, right? They have that good pizzeria. Um, so like you and many of the girlies, I'm obsessed with Trader Joe's. I was with my boyfriend at a thrift store one time browsing and we came across a Trader Joe's t-shirt for 2 dollars What a steal. I show him and he goes, oh yeah, I saw that what? You saw it and you didn't even think to show me. Of course I bought it. And it's still one of my favorite things that I've ever thrifted. Of course, I refuse to wear it to an actual Trader Joe's, but also obsessed with dips. And some of my favorite out there are the Buffalo chicken dip. See, I won't buy the Buffalo chicken dip from Trader Joe's. I need reviews on it, you guys, but there's something about the chicken just being in that in that container that kind of freaks me out. I'm like, why is the chicken in there? And and how long does that chicken last for? And it doesn't go bad. I don't know. There's something shady with it. But if you guys think it's good, listen, I've done worse. Okay. Let's, let's not forget. Okay. So she said she likes the Buffalo chicken dip, the spinach dip, of course, love that one. And the spinach and artichoke to me, the spinach and artichoke is my favorite. Um, God, I love dips. She says, some embarrassing things, getting into the car when it's raining and trying to close your umbrella. Oof, yeah, that's humiliating. It's like, I'd rather just get wet. Uh, Number two, when you're at the grocery store and decide to use one of those plastic produce bags and it simply won't open and you're standing there in the middle of the store longer than you were trying to (laughs) open it, yes. And then it says, playing just dance or doing any workout videos alone in my living room, I make sure to shut all the blinds in case my landlords walk past. Also, I'm not sure if you're aware, um, but they made a limited, yes, it's coming out. Oh, they made a limited series on Hulu about Gypsy Rose called The Act. Yes, I saw that. I did not like it, to be honest with you. I didn't, I like the documentaries better, but yes, The Act was good. It just wasn't, It to me, no. Um, she says, I highly recommend it. You know what? I probably should have watched that first before I watched the docs, but there's a new doc coming out, you guys, January 5th on Lifetime. And they, and they filmed it when gypsy was in jail. She was in jail at the time. So I'm really excited about that. This one says it's giving toxic. Hi, Carly, dear Carly and the sweet, handsome baby boys. First of all, I love you so much. And I hope you and the boys had an amazing Christmas. Oh, thank you so much. We did. Your podcast has brought me so much joy, and I've even gotten my husband hooked on it as well. Oh, cute! We I love when the boyfriends, the husbands, the fiancés, the partners. I love when they listen. I just think it's so cute. I love when I meet the husbands when you guys come out to shows, and you're like, "This is my husband," and he's like, "Hi." <laughs> Stop! It's so cute. Uh, it says it truly has, it, it truly got us through the holidays Aww, on long drives. We had to take while visiting family i'm writing to tell you about this toxic friendship i have because it's making me feel crazy to make a very long story short and give you some context i have been best friends with this girl since we were five we grew up together and over the years we were always inseparable But now that I'm older, I realized that the friendship was very toxic. She was very insecure and would borderline bully me. For example, here are a few things that she did. She would randomly stop talking to me and turn our friend group against me and then sabotage any new friendships that I would try and have. She convinced her parents to buy her the exact make, model, and color of the car that that I had told her that I always wanted. It was very specific and I wanted it for years and years. She intentionally talked to and flirted with guys that she knew that I liked on multiple occasions, even when she didn't actually like them. Anything I wanted, she tried to get it before I could and bragged extensively about it. Over the years, I tried breaking off the friendship and was told by my mom and others that what she was doing wasn't a big deal and that they weren't reasons to break up such a lifelong friendship. Fast forward, I'm now married and live a few hours away from her in my hometown, She's married with kids, but is still seemingly trying to mess with me from afar. Um, for example, she continuously comments on my ex's social media posts. Oh, God, how old are we? <sighs> so much that even my husband noticed and made comments about it. I don't necessarily care. It's just another slap in the face, and she has no ties to him at all other than me. So it's very apparent what she's doing, and I'm just kind of fed up with it. I've called her out over the in the past over things like that. And she would laugh it off and act like it was no big deal or tell me that I'm crazy. At the end of the day, and this is just me like sidebarring before I finish this email, you're allowed to feel however you feel about whatever it is. Okay. I think that like, we're just so conditioned as women when we're young, like don't speak up. If you speak up, you're a bitch or you're crazy or you're, you constantly get gaslit in relationships, friendships, whatever. Like it doesn't, if you feel something, you feel it. There's no. There's no way that someone could say, like, you really don't feel that way. Like, the the fact that you do feel that way makes you crazy. It drives me nuts. Whatever you feel is valid. And I honestly agree with you with this shit. Because she seems annoying as hell. Okay, so she says... Over the past year or so, I've made the decision to limit contact with her as much as possible. I ignore her messages. I decline invitations to her kids' events, not interacting with her posts on social media, et cetera, and she still won't take the hint, or she has, but refuses to do so. Despite this, she continuously tries to find ways to rope me into conversation and charm her way back in by bringing up old times, asking questions about my family, or sharing small-town gossip about people that I used to be close to. I'm torn on what to do. We both are from a very small town, so I know that I'll eventually have to see her again for some reason or another and we have a lot of mutual friends her family is like my own due to all the time that we spent together growing up so I don't really have the option of blocking her and forgetting that she exists after spending time with true friends from college attending therapy and learning my worth in parentheses with no thanks to my mom I know that she is not somebody that I want to be friends with and her intentions were never good when it came to me seems like she's jealous of you no? what would you do in this situation? Do you think she'll eventually leave me alone if I ghost her enough? Thank you so much for taking the time to read this. Kiss you and the baby boys right on the lips. And then she puts a picture. Oh my God. She's got a cutie crew. You guys, she has a an orange cat. You know how badly I want an orange cat and yet you're sending me one. And then she has two really cutie dogs, a big one and a small one. What a fun fam. Oh, and you and your husband are so adorable together. I think that, um, you guys know what I'm, you guys know me. I just would have to say something. I would just be like, listen, I feel like we've drifted apart. There's a handful of things that you've done that have hurt my feelings. And I don't feel like you have my best interest in mind when it comes to being my friend. Um, I would imagine that you're going to just kind of gaslight me and say that the way that I feel is ridiculous. But if you, would like to have a conversation about it, I would do that. I'm open to it. And, uh, you know, that's where I would leave it. But other than that, I'm all set. And if I see you, you know, it'll be really nice. It'll be nice to catch up and blah, blah, blah. But I don't feel like we are day-to-day friends at this point in my life. You know, I would just say something. Cause it's like, then you, you know, you're kind of like giving up this power in a way because you're just like, ignoring her or ghosting her or not inviting her to things or not going to things that she invites you to. So it's kind of like you're playing the game when you could just like, just say, Hey, listen, this, this friendship isn't serving me in, in a positive way. And it, I realized that it hasn't in a really long time. I love you. I have so much love for you. We grew up together. That's wonderful. But I feel as though we've drifted and we've grown in two separate ways, which is fine. That happens. I think it's so, it happens so often, right? But I would say something, Um, let's see. Hold on, Uh, this one says, I lost weight too and people think that I'm sick. Girl, hearing this week's podcast episode makes me feel seen when you said you lost weight and your dad thought that you were sick. I lost about 25 pounds this year and everybody kept asking me if I was sick. So many people that I went to my doctor and got blood work and scans done. I'm a nurse and recently left the bedside at the hospital that, and I now work remotely. You would be shocked at how much decreasing your stress, sleeping appropriately and eating the right food allows women to lose weight. This is a PSA to just tell us we look hot as fuck and not say, Oh my God, are you sick? What are you doing? Did you start working out? Did you lose weight? What happened? Uh, I told my fiance to start telling people it's hormones insinuating that I was on Ozempic or she doesn't want to talk about it to sound cool and mysterious when I really just stopped eating four whoopie pies and 16 diet Cokes a day. Hey, I will not stand by on the diet Coke slander because you guys know what happened that time. I saw that Bill Gates documentary inside Bill's brain. You guys remember when I watched it and and in the documentary, it was like, his desk was just covered in empty cans of Diet Coke. And he was like, I'm obsessed with Diet Coke. And his wife was like, Bill drinks 3,000 Diet Cokes a week. And that was when I said it is brain food. It is healthy. It is good for you. So I'm not mad at it. Oh, hi, Stanny. Hi, Daniel. What's up? Um, she says, love you in the pussycats, kiss you right on the lips. I don't want people thinking that I'm on Ozempic just because uh, I don't know. I don't, th- I know a a ton of people that are on it or any, you know, one of those, I don't know what the other ones are called, but I know a lot of people that are on it. And, um, I don't know. I just kind of feel like to be on it is fine. Who cares? It's not my business also what anybody does, but I don't like the people who are like, influencers or like just anyone in the public eye, celebrity, micro celebrity, whatever, someone with a platform in whatever way, podcasters. And they're just like, look at how amazing I look because I took this drug. And it's like, if you're on it, you're on it. Who cares? But I would never want, I would just never promote something like that. I just wouldn't because it's like, first of all, so irresponsible. And I'm also tired of this back and forth of people going like, well, I didn't ask to be a role model, or what I, I didn't ask for people to listen to me. It's like, oh, is that why you have a podcast and and you're on social media twenty four hours a day? Because you didn't ask for that. I just think it's irresponsible if, especially if, like the majority of your platform, the majority of your listeners are young women. Like it's just like it's feeding into that whole thing. I don't know. I would I would never like promote being on something like that. If I was on it, I would probably say that I was because I wouldn't want to lie. But I would either not address it at all or I don't know. I would probably actually not address it at all. And if someone brought it up, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um okay. Let's see. Okay, let's do these fuck Mary kills, you guys. For all the friends we forgot, why are we forgetting our acquaintances in Old Lang Syne, and never brought to mind? What? We're forgetting all of our acquaintances, and and we're never thinking about them again. I don't know. It seems a little, seems a little crazy. Okay, so we have two fuck Mary kills. <laughs> One of them is, uh, Michelle Kirk and Jackson from, uh, Gilmore girls. Now Jackson is the one I think, but I do love Michelle. Cause he's like, he's like bitchy, you know, I think I would marry Jackson. I would f- maybe, f- I mean, oh boy, I think I got to kill Kirk in this situation. I don't want to, I want to leave Michelle in the mix in some way but actually maybe I should marry him because we would have so much fun together. And then, yeah, I guess like fucking Jackson, then killing Kirk. I'm sorry. I I do love Kirk and he's a hard worker. Right. But at the end of the day, what's going on? Uh, he's, he's a little, he's a little intense. And then I, now I don't know what the theme of this one was, but it's gypsy Rose Aquilino, honey, boo, boo, Aquilino and John Bonet Aquilino. And, and also I, I, you know, this time of year, I always think about JBR, John JonBenet Ramsey, and I'm not going to get into it. You guys already know how I feel about it. But every time this year, it's the anniversary and I go, what the hell happened? But okay, so I guess I'm gonna, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna marry. Um, I don't oh, Is this like kid names? Cause two of these are kids. You can't, you can't, you can't FMK with them. I'm going to just go ahead and say this gypsy Rose is the, the, is everything. Gypsy Rose is everything. And she's being very active on social and we love to see it. I saw a paparazzi video of her and she's like, I got new shoes. She's like, I get new sneakers. And they were like, Oh, nice. And she's like, yeah. But God, I can't wait to see what happens with her. The way she has like five or six million followers right now on Instagram. Ah, That's my girl. I love her. I was there early, okay? Before she even hit 100,000, I was there. Anywho, I love you guys. Happy new year. Stay safe. Be good. Positive vibes. Good vibes only. I love you so much. And I'll see you next week. Bye.